This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Join host Dave Houghton and Sarah Ray Pallick as they examine the less glamorous side of sports with their podcast, In a Pickle. Follow IAP Radio on social media by going to iapradio.com. In a Pickle is now part of the Den Network. For more information, go to iapradio.com. Attention, the Milf and Me podcast contains strong language and open conversations about sexuality, a multitude of lifestyles, and occasional conversations of political fuckery. Keep politics out of your pants, folks. Your hosts, Antonio and Diana, are not licensed relationship therapists. We are cynical assholes with microphones pretty much like every other podcast. We are happy to be a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. You can find them at deluxeedition.com, and we are happy to announce the two podcasts of the month. Those are the Broken System Podcast and the Quad Pro Quo Podcast. So with that out of the way, we encourage you to enjoy the show, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and just have a great day. Fellas, you just work 12 hours outside and come home to this. Oh, I'm going to eat the fuck out of that hamburger helper now. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm going to eat every bit of it. Well, I'm going to ask my wife. I'm going to say, baby, did you eat already? And then I'm going to ask her, did the kids eat already? Everybody got all they wanted? Because I'm going to eat the fuck out of that hamburger helper. <laughs> May not be my favorite kind of hamburger helper. I like that cheesy, double cheesy hamburger, uh, uh, cheeseburger macaroni. That's it. Yeah, cheeseburger macaroni. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Not a big fan of the lasagna kind, but you know what? If it's the lasagna kind, I'm still going to eat the fuck out of it. <laughs> I'm going to be real damn glad that I had somebody that thought enough to cook me something where I didn't have to come home after working 12 hours Aww. outside and fix my own damn supper. And you know what? If she's too tired, I damn, I'll get me a bowl of Cheerios or something. Aww. It's easy. Yep. I love yeah. him. You eat what your wife fixes. That's how that works. Oh, I love that. Me too. Hello and welcome to the MILF and Me podcast. My name is Antonio. I'm your host here with my lovely co-host, Diana. Diana, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Do we want to tell our listeners that I really fucked up and <laughs> let us go for 20 minutes without hitting the record button on the cameras? Um, no, let's not tell anyone that you did that. Let's just go I don't along. hide shit from anybody. I don't hide shit from anybody. Business as usual. It's and you know, fine. it's the overconfidence. <laughs> I was really feeling my balls on this one. It's like the first two episodes went so well, pretty much without a hitch. And then I felt good about the lighting and the setup today and everything. And I'm just like, yeah, boop, boop, boop. I forgot. There's an extra button that I have to push now yes. for these goddamn fucking cameras. An extra button. Always. There's always an extra button. Is there? <laughs> Tell us about the extra button, Diana. That's another episode. <laughs> Finding the button. <laughs> Finding the button. Today's game is to find the button. So, 
I think that you owe me an apology. <laughs> oh, shit. I can't wait to hear why. You doubted me last week. <laughs> you doubted me. I, I said mm-hmm. that there are really disgusting rituals that guys do when they are on Tinder swiping left and right. I said that conservatively, 90% of the time, guys are swiping left and right while they're on the shitter. And you doubted me. <laughs> You're like, no, they're not. Guys can't be that gross. They but are. They're so gross. Men happened. are gross. Something happened. Like two days after we recorded that episode, you sent me a text with a little snapshot. I want you to explain. I did. What happened? So I was swiping and I wasn't taking a shit while I was swiping. <laughs> I was on the couch with my cat, one of my cats, one out of two cats and drinking wine. Who the fuck knows what I was doing? Anyway, I wasn't on the shitter. Okay. Okay. And I come across this profile and I got my phone here. I'm going to read it to you. You know. I do. <laughs> but I want you to tell okay. our listeners. Okay. So this guy, he's pretty cute. He's a bartender. He's not my type. Like I would never swipe. But I had to like read his thing because it was pretty lengthy. Anyway, I'm not going to do the whole thing. So he says, blah, blah, blah. I'm a bartender. I run my mouth, blah, 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 blah. And then he says, don't read too much into what time of the day that I swipe. Because obviously he's a bartender, so he's swiping at like 2 a.m., right? right? I have shitty sleeping patterns. I'm open. So let's start talking and see where it goes. Also, I'm likely swiping while on the toilet. So there's also that. (laughs) He says. So there's also that. Also, I'm likely swiping while on the toilet. Like, why? the? F- it's cool. It's funny. I love uh-huh. it. I love it because the guy's telling the truth. The guy is telling it like it is. He is telling it like it is. But like. I feel justified. And you know what? I don't know. I don't want an apology. I, th- I-, <laughs> I don't. I don't want an apology because. I don't mind apologizing to you. Well, here's the thing. You genuinely, genuinely from your heart didn't want to believe that it was true. You weren't yeah. calling me a liar. You were yeah. coming from a place deep inside where you're like, please don't, don't let, let it, it be, be true, true yeah. that someone is admiring me while they're on the shitter. Yeah, while they're taking a shit and they're like, oh, this girl's cute. Like, what? No, I'm good. Right. Well, at least it wasn't like in a public restroom after eating too much Indian food. Right? <laughs> Gross. I listened back to that one. That was a pretty good one. That was a pretty good one. I like that one. So anyway... I think we've got plenty of time to get into more of your shitty Tinder (laughs) profiles. I see what you did. I see what I did there. (laughs) But today we're going to do something a little bit different. We are going to look at scary Tinder stories. Now, I told you, and hopefully you'll have one for me later, to think of maybe not your scariest, because I feel that if you had a scary one, you would have let me know about it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So we'll just maybe talk about like whatever the most uncomfortable one was or the one that maybe you did fear that something bad was going to happen to you. Okay. But I mean, most of the time it's like, yeah, like we talked about in that one episode about compensation, you know, some guy shows up with like a fucking truck that you have to like high jump into, Yeah. you know, or and I'm like standing there going, how the fuck am I supposed to get into this thing? Or there's no chemistry. There's no connection. Yeah. Just awkward moments. Just awkward moments. But these ones, I'm not going to say that they're all scary, but some of them kind of are. Let's just say that these were very shitty. Shitty. 
dating experiences based off of Tinder. Are you ready? I'm ready for all the shit. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, so number one. My buddy isn't the smartest man. He picked up a chick and drove to a motel. They were walking into the room and she says, oh shit, I forgot my purse in your car. Do you mind if I go grab it? He says, yeah, that's fine. And he tosses her the keys. And then five minutes later, he walks outside wondering where she was. And as he goes out into the parking lot, his car is gone. Oh my gosh. (laughs) How ballsy of her. For clarification, he got his car back. I think the police found it about a week later. I don't think she was ever caught. So if you're in the Baltimore area swiping, don't let her near your keys. That's wild that she was never caught even. Wow. I mean, I've, wow. I've heard about this happening, not just on Tinder, but like in just regular dating where you're on a blind date or you met someone at a bar or whatever and you show up and the girl's really just waiting to see how much money you have in your wallet. And then she will text somebody outside, whether it's a guy or a group of guys and as you leave for the parking lot, they jump you and roll you for your money. What so in the hell? Dating is fucking scary. <laughs> That's wild. I've not heard of this. Like from, I mean, I'm sure you can find anything on Reddit, but yeah, I mean, I've never heard of real, real stories like that from anyone I've known. Like that's wild shit. Well, we also live in a very... There's shady shit that happens here. Okay, there's shady shit that happens here, but like... When you look at the stories that happen in Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, well, yeah, it feels like we're in fucking Disneyland. Right? I know, <laughs> I know, it's true. I but mean, there's like, still some shady shit that goes down, right? Meth, like everything in Utah is meth, 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 <laughs> meth, and churchy folks doing some shitty things to people. But yeah, that's a different episode. All right, so number two, I was on a Tinder date with a famous chef where I was taken to a dive bar where he promptly started talking about how famous he was. We drank, we watched sports, and then he proceeded to tell me, you're cute, and eventually went on to say, I'm going to make you bleed. I mean, what? Who says that? Wow. He then invited one of his friends to come along. I went outside and he came up to kiss me. I was drunk, so I kissed back. Eventually, he proceeded to tell me how he was being charged with battering his ex-girlfriend, but he totally didn't do it. Oh, yeah. So now when it came to pay the bill, <laughs> he lost his wallet. Oh my! So, of God. course, I get stuck with the check. I'll pay you back. Needless to say, I never got a payment. Then he leaned up against me. I thought he was going to try to kiss me again, but I looked down and he was peeing on me. In the street, peeing on me. Why? I swiftly, being too inebriated to drive, went and got myself a hotel room and a hot shower. Never again. What the fuck? What? Is it with us and stories of women getting peed on on dates? What in the actual fuck? <laughs> like, gross. And like, I didn't look for stories about people getting peed on. This just happened to be in the Reddit list that I was pulling these things from. Men are so gross. Have you ever been peed on? No. Have you ever peed on anybody? No. Well, (gasps) (laughs) I thought, I thought that I was one time. False alarm. It was a false alarm. (laughs) That's another episode. I want to hear that story. That is another episode and (laughs) maybe not even an episode. We'll have to see how I feel. Ooh, maybe, maybe that could be a Patreon episode. Ooh. Pay 50 bucks and you get to hear the. It's a spicy one. The spicy story. It might be worth it. 
It might be worth it. It might be worth it. I mean, yeah. you've already done your OnlyFans phase and you're out of that. I'm out of the OnlyFans thing, yes. But spicy stories. You're yep. not showing it. Ooh, you could like... I you, got enough spicy You could stories. narrate it. Like you could write them down. Yeah. So all your thoughts are clear. Yeah. And then you could do like the ASMR. Oh, yeah. You could get right up into the mic and be like... And then you'll never guess what happened next. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. How do you like that? I think I'm turned on. <laughs> no, you're not. You're fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah, let's get back to this. <laughs> All right, here we go. Number three, a little backstory. A few years ago, I was dating this girl and her father really hated me, which was a bit odd as most parents actually love me or at least lie about it very well. He was just a huge prick and I always called him on his shit. Anyway, her parents got divorced, we broke up a few months later, etc. Now fast forward to a year later. Me and a girl from Tinder were dating for a few months and things were starting to get serious. We're at the point where she wants to meet her family. So, mother, stepfather, little sister, I'm going to meet them all, why not? I have no problems meeting them, let's do what I said. She told me how excited her stepdad was to meet me. And as it turns out, we both happened to be from Kansas. Oh, my God. Kansas. Well, fuck me if it wasn't the same asshole father of my ex-girlfriend. Oh <laughs> I'm guessing that relationship didn't last. What are the chances, right? That's well, a small lake city that's type a, deal. That's a small lake city thing. Except, I don't know, you would probably know and just deal with it. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I know who this girl's father is. Yeah. Ooh, you know, that's an interesting thing that we haven't really talked about is mm. we know that a lot of people get divorced in this mm -hmm. state. Mm -hmm. What I don't know is how many times they get remarried. To the same person? No, to multiple people. Oh. Like, like, it would make sense in Utah that, let's say, you could easily date three different girls that all ended up having the same stepdad. Because fucking Small Lake City over oh, here. Oh, I see what you're guys, saying. I see what you're saying. I have a dear friend. I was really confused for a minute. I don't want to get too into it. Yeah. But it's I someone have- someone I know. It's someone you know. For sure. There are four sets of kids from the same mom, all with different dads. Oh, God damn. And all the dads like worked together. They all knew each other. So let's say oh. if you married one of these kids, right- you would essentially have four different stepdads. Now, what are the possibilities? What are the possibilities that you could end up like dating multiple girls from different Ooh. marriages? Ooh, that's fucked up a little. I think that's a Utah thing. <laughs> it might happen in other states, but definitely a Utah thing where people do have Multiple families. We talked about it yeah. in the Secret Lives episode. Yeah. I mean, but this isn't a secret family. This is someone who literally will have a kid with a partner and then boop, jump to another one, then boop, jump to another yeah. one, and then have kids with each one of those partners. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I've been to weddings where there's like three stepdads. I've never, I've not experienced that. That's some crazy shit. I'd love know. to talk about that later, but wow. Right. Right. Okay, here we go. Number four. Uh-huh. Buddy of mine hit it off with this girl, and after a few days, she invited him over to a house party. Sure, he says, what could go wrong? He shows up and is introduced to a few of her friends, all guys. As the night carries on, more and more guys show up, and very few girls are actually at the party. After they start talking about how they all know this girl, they find out that she all invited them to this party 
off of Tinder. <laughs> Every guy was there not to hook up, but to populate this chick's birthday party. Oh my hell, that's I so guarantee funny. you, I guarantee you, they all brought presents. <laughs> Of course. That's a fucking scam, and it's fucking brilliant. That's so funny. Because, I mean, we simps. You simps. We would show up. I would show up if I met a good-looking, sexy girl off Tinder. Oh, I'd probably drop a hundred bucks, maybe more. Be like, okay, I'm gonna really show how good of a guy I am by going to her birthday party and bringing the best gift that I can. Yeah. And then there's like forty fucking dudes there all with the same thing. I mean, for her, I would start feeling awkward after a minute. Like, they would start picking up what I did. I you did, know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So I dated a girl one time that was just friends with all of her exes. As we've learned from the Red Pill guys. Yeah. Red flag. Right? Yep. I think it's cool. It's fine to be like kind of friendly with an ex maybe from like a long time ago. Yeah. Years have passed. It's yeah. not too great. But if it's like someone from two months ago, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Right? For sure. I went to one of her birthday parties. It was like three weeks into us dating. And there was literally like 20 of her exes and stuff like that. They're like all of her friends that were there had dated her at one point or another. Wow. That did not last long. I didn't I didn't get emotionally attached to that one. That is really interesting stuff. I mean, I wonder if that would make her feel if she felt weird. I don't think so. I mean, this is okay, the same thing too. It was a normal thing to her. Well, I mean, and I remember one of the first times. When that, was this, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, it was really not long before I was with my partner. It was when oh, I was okay. in my my online dating hoe phase, you could yeah. say. And I remember her, and I, I didn't really think about it too much until I started watching some of these Red Pill videos. Like, there are guys who would fly from the East Coast to come see her. And I'm like, that sounds a little weird. And she's like, but it's my friend. How can you not support me and my friend? Like, (laughs) he flew all the way from Maine or Connecticut or some shit. And you think, why do you think he wants? I'm like, if he's flying all the way from the East Coast, I know exactly what the fuck he wants. Yeah, he wants to fuck you right right now. (laughs) And me and my dumbass was like, oh no, I trust her. Yeah. Everything's going to be cool. (laughs) Oh my hell, I can't. So, how about this? What are some of your scary or shitty Tinder dating stories? Do you have any for me? I have the one of I forgot my wallet. That happened to me. Really? It did. It did. Okay. I got to know what restaurant you were at. So that's what I was trying to think of. And I can't remember. I know we were in Salt Lake um, and it was after I was divorced, obviously. Um, But yeah, it was a... It was an awkward... Okay, so this is my weird thing about meeting someone online. Mm -hmm. It used to be, and I've changed a lot since then, but I used to text guys like for a while before we met. And I think that's a really bad idea. It's not a good idea. And I'll tell you why in a second. Well, you mentioned this before, but go ahead. Yeah. So because we texted for so long... And we really got to know each other through photos and just day-to-day stuff, you know, for a couple of weeks. You get that, you get a sense, a tiny sense of attachment, okay, before you even meet for the first time. So my dumbass felt sorry for him because mm-hmm. it was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I felt sorry for him that right. he forgot his wallet. Like, 
I was so apologetic because he was like, I was running out the door. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I feel so dumb. And and I'm like, it's totally fine. So I picked up the bill, which wasn't a problem. But then it was like, what do you want to do after dinner? Like after we ate and I'm all, um, <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to do? Like, <laughs> you want to go for a walk in the park? Like you forgot your fucking wallet. Right. Like I can just pick up the tab for the rest of the night, you know? But then it was like, no, I'm good. Like, it was just really nice to meet you. And I try to be nice. You know, I'm not going to be a bitch or an asshole. Right. Um, but yeah, my thing about that was really, that's really the only shitty story I have is I kind of got caught in a situation where I had to question him for a minute. But because we texted for so long, it was too long. We had too much of a pen pal thing built up to where it wasn't a shitty experience for me. Does that make sense? If it was yeah. someone I had just barely talked to a tiny bit. You could have been like. And we then get at the end of the night and he's like, oh, I forgot my wallet. And it's like, I don't even fucking know you. <laughs> like, I barely know your name. There's and no we, feels. There's no emotion. There's nothing there. Yeah. Then it would have been like, okay, well, I'm going to pay for mine. You can work it out with the fucking restaurant <laughs> on what you're going to do with yours. But, you know, so. Yeah. Anyway, my big thing is, and I have learned this in the past few years, you cannot have a pen pal for too long. You really need to meet soon. You need to make it happen mm. soon because if you guys don't jive, if there's no vibe there when you're meeting in person, you just wasted all of that time texting back and forth during the day, good nights, good mornings, how are you today? What are you up to? What's your schedule like? How are the kids sending pictures? Blah, blah, blah. And then you get to this meeting for the first time. And it just doesn't jive. And it doesn't jive. Mm. Guess what? You're now left with, oh, fuck. We've been doing this for like three weeks. And then you're like, well, maybe that big, huge red flag right. is pink we should tr maybe try a second date and then maybe a third because you feel like obligated that you gave so much time and effort to this person. It's just not a good idea. Well, and then you run the risk of like, if you're the one making that realization, chances are the other person in that situation is like totally in the dark. They might think yeah. everything's great. Exactly. If it's a dude, especially, and yeah. you're paying attention to him. Yeah. Oh my God. That's how I'd be, be like, but what about all those sweet words? Yeah. You said <laughs> You said, you said these... love and sweetheart and darling and baby and all that shit. You, you were so kind. To me. Yeah. Like, what about <laughs> all that? And it's like, I just fucking met you. Like, right. there's there's no easy way to say other than I just met you. And that is where you start feeling regretful. Right. For giving so much time before you met. Listen, this is my deal. I have gotten smart in my little dating. I'm using my my hands. Every time I use my hands, you know I'm serious. Um, I've gotten really smart at this game. And I call it a game because it fucking is. Fucking game. Okay. I hate to say it, but it is. It's hard. It's hard to meet people. Um, coffee. Keep it short and sweet. At the very, very most, lunch. But don't don't let it drag on. It's either coffee or lunch right out of the gates. Mm -hmm. The first time you meet and then you can decide, okay, if there's a second date dinner, then that's a little bit longer Then there's like wine or like drinks involved. Right. Um, but don't plan like 
all of these hours and don't open yourself up like I have the whole day open like let's meet now this jackass knows you have the whole fucking day open right you're meeting him at the park and he knows you have the whole day open what if you don't jive? You don't want your whole day open. Fuck no. You've run out of excuses. I literally you have. You didn't leave yourself an exit. Yes. I literally have a hour to meet you. Like an hour. Let's meet for an hour. Have coffee. Maybe a little pastry. I don't fucking care. Whatever. Right. And then see where it goes. I think I figured that out the way you're supposed to. The fuck around and find out method, right? Absolutely. The first few times that I was dating online, I just did way too much, way too fast. I'm like, we're going to go to Ava. I'm going to drop 120 bucks on fucking tapas yeah, and no. a bottle of wine. And no. then I'm never going to hear from you again. Yeah, no. No, like it's true. The 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 short and sweet. I love your idea of putting a time frame on it. I Absolutely. never did that. That's fucking smart. I am so, listen, and it's funny because I don't do it because I'm smart. I literally am so fucking busy. You don't have the time I, to fuck I around. I do not have the time to fuck around, but this is the part that's the hardest for me is I'm ready to meet my person. Yeah. I've been ready for a long time, but I'm busy and I'm building an empire right now. I've, I'm married to my career and I have to have someone that's equally invested in their own life in order to make this work. So I literally only have an hour to meet for coffee right out of the gates. That's right, all I got. Right, right. You And you got the kids too. I mean, we all want the hamburger helper lifestyle that that guy was talking about. But you don't have the time for that. You really need to find someone that's okay with you building something. And that's where I do get pissed off at the red pill stuff of saying, don't find yourself a boss babe. But you know what? Yeah. Boss babes like you. I just don't like that term. Well, you're, I'm a weird, you're building I'm a future. You're building a future not only for yeah. you, but for who your person is. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. What they try and tell you is that anyone female yeah. who's trying to build their empire, that they're building it for them and no one else. Yeah. The boss, That's not the boss true. babe thing. I can't get on board with it. I just can't. Sorry, ladies. Love you. Yeah. But there are women that are like that. But guess what? I yeah. doubt that they're dating and are as... Uh, sincere about their wishes and their plans for their future as you are. Oh, thank you. If you really want it, you're going to tell them what you want. Yeah. And it's not like you're trying to fuck around with their wallet and get their money. Right, no. You're not. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. No, I make my own money. And um, no, the thing is with dating that's hard is there's a lot of... um, There's a lot of hidden agendas and hidden motives that you don't really know um, that people are maybe capable of. You know, and I, I've learned this the hard way too. Tinder's hard, Bumble, I mean, all the dating apps, I don't fucking care what they are, but it's all about pictures. Yeah. It Right out of the gates, okay? And then it's all about that bio, how they write, how they punctuate. And you really can find high value men on these apps if you're taking it serious. I'm, <laughs> I know, it's funny. It's hilarious, laugh it up, but I'm serious because- they're out there. The issue I have is that if I meet too many of them and they're all messaging me, I can't message all of them and have conversations and carry conversations with all of them because I'm such a loyal right. one person. Like if I connect with one person, then I'm like ignoring everybody else. Right. And a lot of these girls aren't doing that. They're not. Not at all. <laughs> Well, Diana, Well, I wish you the best of luck in your fishing. You. 
Oh, you're going to yeah. find somebody. And I think this is the way to do it. Be sincere with your expectations. Be sincere with the reality of what your life is and what you want your life to be. Yeah. And the guy who knows what he's getting is going to be a very, very, very lucky guy. Thank you. It's just going to take time to find them. Yes, it is. Always prepare for women to leave you. I don't care how much money, clout, or status you have. You must prepare for that day that she leave you. One of the realest things I ever heard is, she's not your girl, she's just your turn. You must understand that women are controlled by their emotions. Y'all could be chilling, vibing, having a good time. A thought could come across her mind that ain't got nothing to do with you, and all of a sudden she got an attitude, or now she in her feelings. Your girl could be the happiest woman on the planet in one moment, and then wake up the next day and decide she don't want none of this no more. Every situation or relationship has an expiration date, so you better be ready for it. What do you think about that <laughs> doom and gloom motherfucker <laughs> yeah yeah um that does not matter if it is a man or a woman i mean why did he single out women i'll never know but well it's just that mentality is that red pill thing but it goes that's the same for everybody anybody can wake up one morning and decide they don't want this anymore it's true every fucking person it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman I don't have much to say other than that. Like he's a fucking ridiculously lost it. He's a, he's a lunatic. I mean, you and I both believe in manifestation, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My opinion about this is if you are so conscious about having an exit strategy yep, and what your life needs to be or is going to be if you've got a fucking go bag, right? You're literally creating if you've got a it. bounce bag. You are creating. You're creating it the opportunity for your partner to recognize that you're not feeling 100% into this because you're creating an exit strategy. Absolutely. And it's recognizable. Yeah. I have dated girls that had an exit strategy from day one. Now, this is just my experience. I'm not going to put this as a blanket statement and all girls are like this, but we've talked about backup boyfriends before. Yeah, there are girls that have backup boyfriends, their friend zone guys, whatever. I think, though, what makes it obvious is the amount of communication to them while you're dating. So, example, I had a girlfriend that would send me a bikini pic, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe she's at the pool or the water park or whatever. But then I also know that she's sending that same bikini pic <laughs> to like five other guys that she's not yeah. dating, but have that connection with. That's literally what is wrong with the with the dating scene right to this day i feel that's like a younger person's game and that older people are starting to learn bad habits from the younger generations yeah the older i mean our generation older whatever you want to fucking call it well, they're I mean, doing the same thing they're doing the same thing they're doing the same thing but the thing is like we're a lot smarter we recognize her earlier when when you're young you're dumb she was dumb yeah and didn't realize that i totally knew what she was doing probably because she had dated someone much younger before and got away with it for way too long. And she just felt comfortable in her mode. Right. Yeah. But you know, <sighs> I mean, I can tell, I mean, when some, when you're texting somebody and they're sending you selfies a lot during the day, mm -hmm. I mean, I, 
I wasn't dating this person. We hadn't even met in person yet, but he did. I give him my number and we were texting before we met. It was like that week, right? Before we decided to meet for coffee. Right. Uh, we didn't even get to coffee. And I'll tell you <laughs> why. It was because of that. It was annoying. I was like, dude, like you tell me you're a general contractor, but like, what the fuck? Like, are you working? Like, you're just taking, you're sending me all these selfies. Like, and then I started joking with him and I said, who else did you send that to today? Right. Who else have you sent these pictures to? And silence. Oh yeah. Crickets. <laughs> crickets. Um, but then it's like, ha ha ha. No, baby. It's just all for you. It's all. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, and then I just let it fizzle out. And then that was that. Like, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in that game, but it's true. It's a hard one because it's like, I think both you and I are people who much to maybe our disappointment in the past we put all of our chips in, in a relationship. Yes. Like I know I do, you know, I do. Cause I've told you way you too know many stories. I do. Yeah. We, I think we both have that in common really early on, really early on. And this is where like the whole fuck around and find out thing comes because you can do that and you can get fucked over big time. Yep. I'm not saying that that is going to be the definition of all your relationships in the future, but you learn a little bit more about them. Oh, yes. And this so is where much. like, I disagree with Pearl and some of the other red pill people, especially when they're talking about women, where they say women with high body counts can't honestly love somebody because they've spread out all of their emotions and all of their sensuality and respect for themselves and their partners between too many men. My opinion is mm -mm. body counts don't fucking matter. No. Because unless you are a total hoe, which no disrespect, some people like that and they're fine with that. Yeah. It's part of the fucking around of finding out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like a real relationship where you have a sexual relationship with somebody that counts as a body, that relationship means something to you. And if you got fucked over or by circumstance you fucked someone else over, hopefully you've learned something from that. It's education. That's yeah. why. And we talked about it before. It's like, some of my best relationships were with people that got fucked over so many times that they recognized red flags. And then when I came into the situation without any of them, it was better for me. Whether yeah. or not the relationship lasted for whatever reason, that's not really the point. Yeah. The point is you feel more confident about your decisions and you feel like you can handle situations better. Absolutely. Which is why when you get blindsided every once in a while by a real asshole, it surprises me because you usually sniff it out really early. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another thing too, I was going to add to the whole thing that Pearl was saying. I love Pearl. You know how mm. much I love her. Um, it's been 11 years, right? Been doing this little thing for 11 years. And there's so many things I've learned and so many things I like and so many things I don't like. And so I'm like, I'm almost building and manifesting this man, right? Right. So for me, and I would feel this way if it was a dude that has been doing this for as long as me as well. When you meet your person and you know that and you, you know, you start building a friendship, relationship, whatever. How cool is it that of all the people I could choose and all the people I've been with and all the people I've experienced that I choose him. Right. That is super special and super, super sacred in my, in my eyes that is special. It doesn't matter how many people I've dated or how many people I've been with. None of it matters because it happened 
in the past. We're not living in the past anymore. It is just forward movement from here forward. And if you're to choose somebody after having all of those experiences and you're to choose this one person, how fucking awesome is that? Like you could have anyone of those other people, right? Right. But this is the one that you have chosen to settle down with. That speaks volume. It speaks volumes and it also speaks volumes of what they decide to do with that. Yes. That's a fucking gift. Yes. And I think that men, and I, I will agree with some of the things that red pill people say where, you know, attention to a man means a lot. That's Absolutely. why we fall for bullshit so easily is Absolutely. because if you're paying attention to us, if you're flirty with us, we are not used to that. Even like the beautiful alpha dudes out there. Yeah. Especially when it doesn't seem surfacey, like you like to say. Yeah. When it seems like sincere. Authentic, yeah. That's why we fall for shit so often. Yep. I'm I'm fine with that because eventually you are going to find someone who is sincere that isn't just giving you the surfacey shit. Yeah. So then sure. my advice to the dude that gets it is don't fuck it up. Yeah. Don't all of a sudden think that, oh, you know what? I got this girl. I bet I could get someone hotter. I bet I could get someone better. Yep. Yeah, maybe you can, but it won't be as good as what you have right now. Yeah. And I think both men and women have that problem. Yes, I agree. This is the point of the show where we do our calls to action, mm-hmm. where we tell you to go like our YouTube video, subscribe to our channel, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Yeah. Email Diana and me at the MILF and me pod at gmail.com. Give us your dating stories. Give us your Tinder stories. We want to hear them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's about time we start hearing from our listeners and our viewers. It's a whole yeah. new audience. And I know, YouTube's crazy, YouTube's right? YouTube's crazy. I mean, yeah, people get thousands and millions of views. I was really happy with the amount of views <laughs> we got on our first episode, especially. Yeah, so was I. I'm not going to call out any other podcasts, but there's some local podcasts that I feel kind of do the same thing that we do, but like more on a like local level. Uh-huh. And then I saw their average episode view compared to ours. I was like, oh. Really? We did pretty good. Oh, I feel good about it on our first time out. Oh, I'm not going to keep my hopes too high because I don't know. Maybe a bunch of people watched it on the first time and then decided. We're (laughs) we're just virgins. We're just virgins. We're just starting. We got plenty of great episodes ahead of us. Yes, we do. All right, everyone. That's it for this episode of the MILF and Me podcast. We will see you next week on YouTube with another fun episode. Diana, it was great. I love you. Absolutely. And you know what? It's time to go change into our costumes for the next episode. Yes. (laughs) We will see you all next week, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.